What's up, everyone? We're excited to bring you this week's edition of the Weekend Warriors podcast with your hosts, Kobe, Gunner, and Dominic, where we discuss a range of topics related to health, fitness, bodybuilding, and powerlifting, as well as a few other seemingly random topics that may pique our interest. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. How was y'all's week? It was good. Yeah, it was real good. Really busy, but good. My boss's back is broke or something. So, like, I came in the store this morning, and he was laying flat on the ground. Not even, like, clean ground. This is, like, dirty shop ground. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, my back. I was like, and you know, you know how I am. I was like, nah, you're fine. Get up. So I went to reach down there and, like, grab his hand. I think I made it worse pulling him up. So yeah. I've had to kind of take the reins this week. So it's been pretty cool. I've just been doing, like... Like he hasn't been calling me and telling me what to do. Like he gave he what he done was was put the company phone on my cell phone. Like he redirected it to my cell phone, which sucks because of the phone calls. But it's been really cool to like be the boss. So what I'm hearing is you low key sabotage the whole thing just to become the boss for a while. It's facts. Kind. Yeah, it's facts. As okay. long as as long okay. as it will last. <laughs> you get the boss pay though. But if if anybody else calls me today, I will throw my phone out the window, and I'll just have to hop on on my laptop whenever I get back. Dude, I can't imagine it being any worse. The apartment. I can't imagine well, I, that being any worse than your uh, dealership job you had. I remember you. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> nothing's worse than that, dude. Bro, that shit was awful. I remember the night of the show. Bro, I, that 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 dealership made me like. Uh, huge not like not even close to where i am now but like i was like drinking every single night hated that job i remember we were uh, blasted on a whole different planet and someone called you at like midnight and you like did a whole deal over the phone with (laughs) with a customer bro (laughs) that sounds like something i would do dude all right so i guess i can tell this story on the podcast i don't really care but speaking of that job one night i got so like drunk i'm just i won't even lie but i called my parents and tried to sell them a car and i don't even remember it but i called my parents at like 12 at night and i was like yo y'all need to buy a car bro i remember you got that you got that job and like a week later you had sold your parents a car i was like what the like what the hell is going on Dude, they they asked me. They're like, "So, how much money you want to make on this deal?" I was like, "None." It's my parents. <laughs> they thought I was gonna like try to up upsell oh, my dad. Damn. I'm like, no, I'm not heartless and soulless like you people. Mm-hmm. I don't have a soul. I remember that's what you told me the most about that job is that everyone there was always like so willing to upcharge on their prices. Everything. everything. If you're listening to this podcast, do not buy a car from anything Barnes Crossing. I swear to God, it's ran by Satan. <laughs> hey, you know they've done a lot of work over there, right? Like on the in the building. Yeah, dude. So you know when you went and got your car worked on? Yeah. You know how you you told uh you told George that you knew me and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Bro, he got so mad at me. He thought that I ruined his deal because he he thought he was going to sell you a car, and he Ooh. thought I told you. He thought I told you <laughs> to not buy a car. Did he tell I you mean, this? I was going to, I was, yeah, yeah. He called me for the first time in like a year. 
Damn. And me and this dude were tight. He was like my only friend there. And like now he hates me. And I, and I told him, I was like, dude, I don't have enough hate towards anyone. <laughs> I was like, I still love you and I appreciate all the advice you give me. Man, he's still mad at me. I was like, what the heck? Anyway. I mean, to be fair, you did you did drop that information on me. Like, they'll upcharge the shit out of you, which basically told me to not buy from Bart's Crossing. Bro, when I heard that, like, you was like, yeah, it's like a $650 payment. I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> do not do it. Bro, I'm glad you told me to back out of that because I was close to pulling the trigger on it. I think you should have. Dude, no, I shouldn't have. Bro, now I have a car with like a brand new engine and one year left to pay it off. Hell yeah. So I'm sitting pretty right now. I feel good about this. That's good. Oh, man. So did y'all do y'all's homework? Hell Hell no. Dom, you not, you not. You not get the Dom? Did you not get the homework? I laid it on your desk. I swear. <laughs> nah, I think nah, I didn't. Damn. But was it like multiple gonna... choice homework? Was this like a study guide? Uh, I think I missed it. Bro, I think what? I did too. <laughs> was this on last podcast or something? No, nah, I'm just pulling he on just, his leg. He was fucking. But no, I really do like the the idea of the bodybuilding iceberg or so i was like watching some youtube videos and stuff last night and reading up on some like i just wanted to find some underground stories that nobody really heard of and it's like it may be true it may not be true but i think the the one that's like the most prominent and is widely regarded to be true is that is the 1980 mr olympia and all the controversy behind it so what what had happened was arnold schwarzenegger probably the goat of bodybuilding in most casuals eyes you know he uh he he retired in 1975 but he came back five years later and a lot lot of people don't know but after the olympia arnold lost like 30 40 pounds because movie directors and just hollywood itself told him he was too big so he had to downsize and uh after that five years later he decides he's going to enter the mr olympia well at the 1980 mr olympia Schwarzenegger was a promoter he showed up in a suit nobody knew he was competing nobody in the back the only people who knew was was joe wheeler weeder whatever his name is and then and the the judges so all of a sudden he goes in the back and puts on posing trunks like he's going to compete and sure enough he does and he wins but he was severely downsized I mean, at the time he was at that time, he was already almost, I want to say he was almost uh, like 36, 37. So he's older, just like nowhere. And if you look at pictures, there's no video, unfortunately, of that. But if you look at the pictures, he's just completely outsized by even Frank Zane looked bigger than him. And uh, Mike Mincer destroyed him, who's another guy I got stories about. But uh, Mike Mincer, like, got in a fight with Arnold backstage and then come to find out after everything. It was most likely while he was on stage because it's, it's, it's Mike Mincer. What is? Hold on, you you cut out. What'd you say? It was most likely right, so what on stage? The like cocaine. Oh. Arnold was using cocaine. Damn. Bro. Oh no. 
They busted have, him for that. You have bad service that. right now. And the way they found out was Mike Mentor, who, who is like, can you hear me now? Okay, can so, you? okay, 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 okay. You're going to have to go back to the cocaine part. <laughs> yeah. Go start from where you said Arnold was doing cocaine. Crazy. Yeah, so the, the way they found out was uh, Mike Mentor called him out on it because Mike Mentor was a user of cocaine avidly and he he saw the signs of arnold or on arnold dried out eyes just you know yeah aggression i'm not sure what all the side effects of cocaine are yet and uh he like searched through it Oh my gosh! <laughs> I get found it, and then that—that's when they ensued to fight. What? And then even crazier, the year after that, 1981, Franco Colombo came out of retirement, won the Mister Olympia, and it was the same deal. Uh, if you look at pictures about it, I'm still breaking up. Hold on, hold on. I got a picture for the group chat to give. Uh... Dominic an idea and what the difference was. Yeah, but you broke up there like for a, a good two minutes. After you said you did you haven't done cocaine, everything from there to now. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Bro, yeah, just look at that. Bro, you can't I mean, tell yeah. me you can't tell me Arnold deserved to win that. Like looking at that right there. And that that man trains one time a week on the right. Once a week. Does two sets and he leaves. There's no way. He trains. I swear. You got to listen to some of his lectures. He, he trains 15 minutes a day. Not a day, but a week. 15 to 30 minutes. Does two sets to absolute failure and gets out of there. Like a voice. But he was a. Uh, if you listen to Mike Mincer, he he will like. He completely. Gets rid of the bodybuilders or meatheads and not smart. The man has a doctorate in psychology, and uh, he, he used like bodybuilding wasn't even his main form of income at the time. He was a professor, so I mean, he's a. And if you just listen, listen to his. Uh, am I still breaking up? No, 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 you're good. Every time I hear one of y'all say "bro," I'm like, "Oh no, no." But uh, if you listen to his lectures, he was extremely intelligent. Very intelligent. Bro, That's I was, why I like. I really enjoy watching him. Go ahead. Imagine you go into a classroom and you see someone as jacked as Mike Mincer as your professor. You have you have no choice but to listen to everything they say and take note. I think so. I think you just automatically have to assume everything he says yeah. is right. Everything he says is correct. On whether he's on cocaine it'd or be, not, like it'd be hilarious that you're up there. Teaching a class, some kids like I don't think that's correct. He just turns around. How much do you bench? <laughs> <laughs> he slams his fist yeah, against the board. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, think you imagine you're like going into the 1980 and Mr. Olympia. Like Arnold's nowhere inside, so you think you got it in the bag. You're Mike Mincer, bro. Then yeah, out of that, nowhere, man, you see a, a fucking coked out Arnold Schwarzenegger walking in. I'm gonna win this. Just acting all crazy. What do you do? 
Uh, well, Mike Mincer retired after that night, and he Damn. was young. He was only 30, like 32, 33. Frank Zane, re- Frank Zane retired after that because at the time, Frank Zane w- won three Olympias in a row, 77 to, to 79. And then Ar- Arnold came in there. That might be yep. a question. Like, obviously, that has to do with a lot of politics of, of bodybuilding and, like, judging and all that. I wonder if, like, bodybuilding is more political now than it was before. I don't know if, it, if it's ever been as political as that show. Just because at the time, Arnold, Arnold was already... He was already Arnold. Like, he already yeah. done Com- Commander and, all, you know, the Predator, all that stuff. But uh, there's, I, don't, I just don't think there's as big of a one-man show to deem, to deem that kind of judging. The, the only time, I guess you could say, they, they kind of did politics, I would think the time Sean Roden beat Phil Heath, I think they were kind of just doing that to, to kind of take Phil down a step because he wasn't fixing his gut issues. I think they could take it there with Chris Bumstead. I could, I could see them taking it there with Chris Bumstead. Yeah, but I mean, if you just look, if you just watch the Olympia, I don't, I, I don't mean, think yeah, he's really, yeah, he, there's talent. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually watch the Olympias, uh, he blows blows the water out of everybody else. But I do think that eventually that it could come down to like an Arnold situation where you have such a popular dude that has always been the guy. And even if you do have somebody that stacks up and looks good compared to him, like Chris will still win just because he's always been that guy, that dude. Like he's always been him. But like on another hand, I I could see Chris, like say Chris won, but he didn't deserve it. I think he does have the humility. Holy crap! I just about hit a person, dude. Oh my (laughs) gosh! Anyway, uh, I think he has the humility to. to like announce that whereas Ar- arnold was so egotistic and basically just a masochist of himself yeah i can see what you're saying uh, like, with that. like chris being as humble as he is and i think he'd, he'd come out and be like you know this guy deserved it I agree but I, st- I mean do y'all know do y'all know who, who paul delette was yes Yes. Isn't he? The, isn't he? The, Probably, isn't he like the tallest? The tallest guy, bodybuilder. Like he was. He Olympia was around stage? six six. Yeah, he was around six six and weighed like three twenty on stage. Damn, that's crazy. Well, anyway, him and Lee Priest used to be roommates. The shortest bodybuilder, and apparently they got like in a fight, and Lee choked him out. And, How like, tall was he? Knocked him out. Lee Priest is like five four, five yeah. five, and Paul Delette's like a foot taller than that. I hold on, hold on. I'm gonna show you a picture of of Paul Delette. Dude looks like uh, he kind of looks like the Ronnie Man with the glasses on. Right, he, he was in that, that, that. There's pictures of him somewhere. I, I, they're probably on Google, but they're just of him in suspenders. Yeah, here, that's <laughs> it. This is it. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard that song called Big John, but that's just him. Like that's what it looks like. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Is he five four or no? No, he's six. No, Paul six, Delette six. is. Like, okay. Yeah. So like, okay. Lee, Lee Priest is the is the shorter Lee guy. Lee Priest. Okay. 
Another fun fact about Lee Priest is he's the only other person besides Jay Cutler to beat Ronnie Coleman in a in a show. He he beat him at the uh, Wings of Redemption. Like Wings okay. of Redemption was a show that used to be right after the Olympia, so a lot of the competitors would enter in it just to get a few extra bucks to you know win a show. You're still in condition, might as well do it. And uh, Lee Priest beat him. Bro, Lee Priest had a pretty crazy physique. Dude, his off seasons were insane. He would bulk up like sixty to seventy pounds. Yeah, he like, was a dude eat, that would just eating eat whatever. Yeah, yeah, he sure would. And Kevin Lavroni was the guy who would just quit working out entirely until the Olympia prep came around. There's like a, I'm sure y'all have seen the edit of him like posing in those red trunks where he's all shrunken down. That was 16 weeks out from the Olympia, and then you look at him at the Olympia, and it looks like he's put on 40 pounds of lean mass. But he would go completely off cycle, quit training and everything until the Olympia came around. Hold on, I'm gonna look at a find a picture of him off cycle, off season. Yeah, dude, he's just like a normal guy, like yeah, off season, just like a regular dude. That's crazy. Well, and now he's like the most popular TikTok edit that there is for bodybuilders. For a good reason. I think I think Kevin Lebroni probably had the best most muscular that's ever ever existed. Bro, the crazy part is Kevin Le- like people don't even know who like Kevin Lebroni is really. Like the not as much as like Ronnie or Arnold or It's just unfortunate for Kevin just because he was competing against like Ronnie, Jay. All these big names. He even competed against Dorian a few times. Yeah, he competed in a in a crazy era of bodybuilding, like probably peak. dude. And then a lot of people don't know, but he came out of retirement at like fifty six. He competed. He competed at the Olympia, uh, and like I think it was twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. I mean, he got destroyed, but he did it. <laughs> he looked pretty good to be fifty, fifty six, fifty seven years old. He's still impressive though for someone that age. But like, I guess someone I would think that's always underrated would be Dexter Jackson to be able to compete at the highest level for 20 plus years in a row. Dexter competed against uh, Dorian and then continued to compete until like, I mean, just a few years ago. And he's 55 and he was he won the Olympia in 2008 and then kept kept placing top four. Consistently since then, most, Jackson's most, symmetry is crazy. He's got the the most pro wins in bodybuilding history right really? now. I think he's got like there's got to be like sixty something shows. But how many of those are how how many Olympics has he won? Just one. Just one, yeah. Couple. I think he's won like three Arnolds. Is uh Dexter Jackson uh his nickname the Blade? Yes. Yeah, it's a, what's his nickname? He is he the guy that trains uh Andrew Jacked? He he's helping him out right now. I think that he only does like uh like he's doing their their preps for him. So like he'll train them during a during a prep. We haven't talked about like actual bodybuilding in a long time. On this podcast, yeah. It's been a minute. Dude, have y'all seen did y'all see the video where Samson and Derek Lunsford posed like had a pose off? Uh, is it was it inside of the gym? Yes. Yeah, I saw it. 
Dude, Samson's like 330 right now. Samson's nutty. Aesthetic. Nutty. Dude, I had, I had all my money on Nick Walker to win the Arnold. And then Samson just, yep. I mean, I, I think he deserved it. Honestly, I, I do. But he really I, but came like, out of nowhere. To me, the, the Olympia and the Arnold are almost two different like judging categories. I feel like the, the Olympia is like, how freaky can you be? And then the Arnold's like, we want you to be freaky, but also aesthetic at the same time. Because yeah. there's, there's, there's no way Arnold doesn't have a say-so in the judging. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. I mean, it's his show. He probably wants someone to represent his show. So, like, I guarantee if someone's more aesthetic, he might nudge the judges one way or another. It definitely still, seems still, a lot more strict. I definitely still think that Samson, Samson did win. I uh, could see Andrew Andrew Jack eventually win, winning either the Olympia or the Arnold, either one. If he just gets a little more mass in his legs and his back. But you got to think, what, what a lot of people don't know about Andrew is how old he is. He's he's 40 years old, and he just started bodybuilding two years ago. So, I mean, he was already jacked. He's born, and that's actually his last name. Yeah. But uh, he was already, like, huge. But, I mean, he was only two, like, 260-something. But now, now he's like three three hundred plus easy in the off season. Bro, it's crazy knowing knowing where Andrew Jack came from back in like the the uh, what's his name Larry Wheels days back whenever Larry was like doing crazy beats of strength type stuff and Andrew Jack was like always kind of in the background just hanging around. Bro, he's just like yes sir. <laughs> Bro, he only had like one yeah one phrase is always yes sir. Dude, my f- one of my favorite videos, I have to find it and send it to y'all, is where they had the elastic bands on the bench and they were taking the bands off and Larry lets it go yeah. and it just nails Andrew in the yeah, nuts. Yeah, bro. I've you seen just, that. Oh, you know that's gotta hurt. Golly. Yo, Andrew's like 6'2", 6'3", isn't he? He's yeah, pretty tall. He's, he's tall. He's super tall. I want to say Samson is too. I want to yeah. say he's like six foot, six foot plus. I really hope bodybuilding does go the direction of like that type of tall, tall, broad shoulders, slim waist, like Chris, Samson, uh, Andrew. I love that look so much. A lot more than I like the like, not necessarily stocky look, but like the shorter, the shorter like. Fuller build, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I really like a, a, a detailed X frame is really nice, like on stage. It is, yeah, very. But then again, you do see people like Nick Walker, and they're just so freaky, muscle bound. It's, it's kind of like that dude really looks like one of them cows. Bro, he does. He, I mean, actually, if, really if anybody at home's listening and they they want to know what Nick Walker looks at, just look up a Belgian blue. That's Nick Walker. Oh, bro, every time oh, you used to send me pictures of him, like on Instagram, and I'd be like, "Bro, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> like, what is this?" <laughs> He doesn't even look human. Oh man! No, not at all. 
Belgium boy. His, uh, I think the craziest thing about him, what y'all should do real quick, look up his first show. Oh, Have y'all ever seen the picture? Hold on. Of Have you seen the comparison? Dom. No, I haven't. You need to see it. He posted it the other day or yesterday, maybe today actually. Dom, I just, I want you to think about this. My first show, I looked bigger than Nick Walker did at his first show. No way. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's. Yeah. Oh my god. I think, but I remember so. As that photo came out, was nastier than the one he has right now because he just looks disgusting. <laughs> but now he just looks insane from that. Ew. <laughs> wow, he looks gray. Why does he look gray? In his first oh, yeah. show. He probably didn't they get looks- the professional thing. True. Bro just walked off, walked up there off the street. That's, that's what I was, I was gonna say. I was like, I was like, I think God just forgot, forgot to work out. You know, I think he just, bro just forgot to work out. He didn't get the memo. They still respect to people. Hold on, like respect. To, I remember that dude at the, uh, the bodybuilding show we were in, Gunner, who like very clearly didn't like train to be a bodybuilder, but. Yeah, I he was just a dad. Didn't live that lifestyle. Yeah, he didn't live that lifestyle. But he still went up there and like <laughs> had a whole posing routine and everything. Like, dude went up there confident as hell. So I can't stop looking at it. Well, it's like that. Oh, oh my god! For and so look at his twenty seventeen. They 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 tricked their. Damn. Competition. Yeah, you could out there for like another 30 seconds. <laughs> Bro, did I really? Hold yeah, on, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I always get the best service in the bathroom. <laughs> Bro, Dom, have you ever heard about the first time that, that I tanned? Like, for show? Bro, I'm still cutting out. What the heck? Anyway, it was the coldest experience of my life. Yeah, you tell them about that. Yeah, tell me. I want to know. Yeah, so, so we we got in there, and like, I didn't know that they gave you stuff to you know cover up your willy with, and uh, so I didn't, I didn't think nothing about it. I just stripped down, got tanned, and kind of found out I was the only one who did it naked, apparently. Yeah, didn't they tell you that? Yeah, I asked her too. I was like, yo, do I need to like grab a sock or something? She's like, no, nah, I don't care. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> I got out there and started talking to Kobe. I was like, man, was you uncomfortable? He's like, no, they gave me something to cover myself with. I was like, what? <laughs> you what? Bro, even if they, even though they did give me like a damn no, thong funny. sock for my dick, it still was uncomfortable, dude. That was still yeah, mad man. uncomfortable. The fact that you went in like with nothing at all is hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Bro, I still like, I don't know. The only reason, like, I've never been naked in front of anyone that I did not know. So, like, I, Dom, I can only imagine how you felt in the army, dude. I couldn't do it. I just oh, couldn't. Yeah, yeah. It was a lady, though, wasn't it? Didn't a lady do it? Yeah, it was a girl. Yeah. Lucky. You, I think you, I think he got the younger oh. lady. 
I think you got the younger woman. He left. I got the older one. It was super awkward. The entire time, all she did was like compliment me. But what? I mean, not <laughs> like that. Not like that. I remember she kept. She was like, "Your back. Oh my god, your back is so big." That's all she said. I mean, maybe like I wasn't reading. Maybe I should have been reading into it. Maybe she's like trying to, you know, make a move or something. But I think she was. But... <laughs> No, but that shit was mad awkward. Like, super weird. He's back. Not to mention, me and him were both pretty gone the night before. I had to wake up at... What time we wake up? Like, 6 in the morning? Dude, it was super... We got, like... I think we had to be there at 7.30. And then the show started at, like, 10. Oh, man. Yeah. We we got to the hotel. What did we... Did they, they tanned us at the hotel the day before, right? Yeah, and then we, like, while we was there, we had to get weighed. Uh, I don't remember what all we had to, like, we got weighed, and then they handed us all the bags and magazines and t-shirts and stuff. Bro, I remember I went, I went full commando that day. I didn't wear any underwear at all. And whenever they're gonna start yeah, weighing yeah. us, you had to like take all your clothes off. And I'm like, dude, I gotta go put on my posing trunks or something. So I'm like the only one. I had to run to the bathroom and put on my posing trunks in the bathroom. Everybody else was there just wearing an underwear. Dude. <laughs> I remember I was like, Timmy, give me an extra large. And he throws me a large. I was like, oh my. That's dirty. That's dirty. Damn, there it went again. No, nah, but that first show was crazy. Like, the first experience, I had to wake up. Wake up at 7. And the night before, we had, like, no water in our system at all. So we wake up with, like, dry mouth. Like, we had drank the night before. I mean, we, we're waking up with cotton mouth. Can barely even swallow our spit. Have to go to the, to the actual... Whenever I, I like get out of them, that I keep freaking swiping up Discord. <laughs> you keep just closing the app. Anyways, no, that first show was crazy, dude. Like actually being backstage and when they're setting everything up and the directors are like telling you. Where to go, when you're going, what you have to do. I bet your heart is like... Dude, yeah. Going out of your chest, bro. Bro, not, nothing is... And, in, and me as a nervous, a nervous person, I think yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like, like, yes, I'm like, freaking out like crazy. Yeah, I just keep... At, like, I just double click to like get out of... <laughs> or something. I, was, dude, I remember we, we went out there one time and we got compared... I'm still breaking up. No, 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 no. But your Don was talking, and then you were like talking and breaking up over the top of him. <laughs> and he just started talking. About the show. <laughs> Go ahead, Don. Go ahead, Don. No. no what did I, you actually I, say, for real? Me? Yeah. Oh, I said like if that was me. Well, until I do my first show, actually, I would be like freaking out. I think I'd pass. I ain't gonna lie, because I'm a very nervous person, and I shake too much, and I would. I forget everything once I get up there. Bro, it's 
it's nerve wracking as hell. Like when you're when you're when they call your division to go up on stage or your class to go up on stage, you have to stand there in line with everybody because you're in order from your number. Your number that you have in your pants, you're in order from least to greatest or greatest to least yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then after that division's up, they go over the intercom or whatever and they say, next up, whatever classic division, open, uh, men's physique. You go out there, they all line you up, and that's when you first start your, your first front relax post. And then they'll start moving you around. Number 17, you and number six switch swap places and stuff like that. And, and I swear, in the moment, you, you will forget everything. The first time, at least, you'll forget everything. Like all that practice. You know what I just forgot until we just now started talking about it was when, when the show first started. Every single competitor went out on stage, like right at first. Yeah, I remember like Kobe. We should have, oh, uh, like right. we were just in the back. <laughs> it was on. pretty much just me and Kobe posing to each other. <laughs> I got a, I got a picture of us. I got a picture of us. I'll send it. I might be that might be the only. Yeah, here, here they are. We got on stage together because we're so far apart. I got these four. I'll send. How was it with Gunner? Were you nervous going up? Like super nervous? I wasn't. I was when we first went out. And then I was nervous when I had to do the routine. But like while we was doing comparisons and stuff, I, I wasn't. Well, I, was, I think I was nervous the whole time pretty much. Even back, like I wasn't like shaky nervous, but it was noticeable. Because I remember that one of the judges in the uh, in the morning show, they uh, whenever we were leaving, dude told me like, "Dude, you gotta stop being so nervous" or something like that. And I was like, "I mean, that sounds a lot easier said than done, but I do my best." And the crazy part is, they didn't even do comparisons and not, did they? All they did was your placings. Oh, uh, they did. No, they did. They did their comparisons and not. Oh, I remember I went out there. I remember I, I remember we went out there, and then they called you back. I was like, "Oh, let's go!" <laughs> I remember freaking out. But that's like what was. I mean, like I know I didn't. I didn't like get a medal or nothing. But like I was just so hyped the whole the whole time. It was just yeah. It was, it was a super fun experience. It was genuinely fun to do. Like this, regardless, huh? There's a bunch of old people. Yeah, there's older people, younger people. Women, old women. I, I dude, I remember they came in there, and they were like, "Who's got what as posing music?" Oh yeah, that old that old bald guy had what yeah. as his posing music. Yeah. No way! I swear. Shut up. Hold on, dude. No, I no, he really did. Got to change it. Dude, that that you remember that older lady that done like the whole break dance routine. Yeah, she, I still, she like I, I met her again at uh, the Olive Branch one, and I finally her Instagram is Layla Muscle Tech, and she's I think her nickname's like the the female Sylvester Stallone or something. She looks just like him, but dude, she is jacked. Look how small we are compared. Okay, look at the two guys behind us while we're walking down on stage, and look how small we are. Look at yeah. their delts. You think they're juicing? 
Nah. Oh, that was only 163, dude. Look oh my gosh, yeah. Look how small we were. Dude, nah. You, you look good, dude. It's how small dude, I am. No, dude. I was, oh, fuck. Like, skinny. Y'all were so skinny, bro. Bro, Dude, that's what happens skinny. when you cut naturally. Vino was crazy, yeah. Kobe. Um, like, Vino was crazy. It's like, how far you've come. Like, you were... I'm sorry, you were ginormous, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's the skin. Is that the skinniest like you've ever been? Yeah, one ninety three, I think, was my weight. Damn, stage. bro, Gunner, you looked really good. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I don't. Dang, Gunner, you I, look I, good. I, I seriously don't know how you did not place. I don't know how Bad you didn't posing, get a medal. Dude, I, I don't just, know how you didn't get a medal. It was just bad. Like I was just. Did not hit the poses like I should have. What's the I remember being, I remember being up there just overthinking every pose. Like I'm just like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Do you mean in the morning or at night? I think I messed up more in the morning, and I got a little better at night. But I mean, the judging, the judging takes place in the in the morning. So I definitely messed up in. The I don't even know if I had so any like, NPC. Even that, that side chest right there, I should have had my left shoulder out way more and like had my left pec. I just look, I look like so skinny right there because I wasn't twisted. Yeah. Hold on. I want to find the first right, here's picture a, of me. Here's a pic from like the day before. That's pretty lean. Your hamstrings though, dang. Your legs. I don't know what it is, but it's like the pictures on the stage don't do our doesn't do how like shredded we were justice. Like you can't. You good at that one. Bro, this is probably my most shredded. I'll show you this picture. It's probably the most shredded I was, and this was like a couple days after. Let me find it. No, that one. That one in fitness factor. Fitness factor. Y'all look good, for real. Bro, that picture right there is probably like when I was the most defined. Gunner. Gunner, you were skinny back in the day. Gunner, do you remember that picture that I just sent you? Bro, you remember I, who dude, took that? Did I take that? Yeah, you did take that. Bro, bro we gotta dude, go I, got a, I, got a, I got a video of you posing on my phone somewhere. It's in my Snapchat memories one at Total Body. Is that Total Body and Ripley? It is. Can't you tell yes, by yeah. the amazing yeah, writing? That's, yeah, that's what I thought. I think I think we should go back there once. Again. That's when we first met uh, Jace, and he taught us how, Dude, to, yeah. how to pose. Yep. I remember uh, Terry came over. He's like, "Yo, we're hiding something under those shirts." <laughs> Bro, that's one of the best compliments I've ever gotten. <laughs> Yo, we're hiding so something. We need to go find that guy for real. Hopefully, he's good. He's like a gym legend. So I remember as soon as we walked in, Jace was like, look, we don't care about nothing here. You can take a shirt off. You can play music for a speaker. Yeah. He's like, we don't care. The whole reason we even got in there is because Kobe found a $20 bill on the ground and then gave it back to him. He's like, somebody must have dropped this. And they're like, because like they were leaving. They were about to close. Yeah, and down. Jace said, he's like, since you did that, y'all get to work out for free today. Yes, sir. He's like, well, and then they then they showed us where the light switches were. They're like, if y'all leave, turn out the lights. Yeah, bro, was just okay. showing us around the gym where everything was. Okay, dude. Come on. Just for twenty dollars. 
trying to get these pictures to send. Bro, we had to we had to wiggle our way into the Mecca too. I kept yeah. texting the owner and she never like would reply. So then some dude I still got him on Instagram, his name's Javil. He came and let us in. He's like, I just put ten dollars on the counter. I was like, all right. You have, to call, you have to call her. She always answers me. You said she never answers you? She always answers you. Always. Bet she does. Yeah. No, but seriously, um, the Total Body Championships is in Tupelo. August twelfth, I think. Like it's it's sooner than it was uh, the previous years. Yep, and it's a it's a pro show yeah. this year. First pro, pro show. show in Mississippi. Pro show yeah. and Olympia qualifier. So is it not going to be in Tupelo? No, it is, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Are we going? Hell yeah! Hell I, I would like to go to the morning show and the evening show. We're gonna be there all day. I think it's like thirty and thirty dollars for the. Morning and then like thirty five forty for the evening. That ain't bad. No, it's not. It's not horrible. If I remember, um, see them. I think I think Ivan's doing it. I hope he is, dude. What is crazy? So I don't know if Ivan and hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but dude, his last year's appearance compared to the year he competed, he got second the year he competed with us. He got seventh last year. Really? Like. If you look at the pictures, it was just because of his conditioning. Like I don't, I don't know if he got a new coach. Like I, I don't know what happened, but he was just not the same dude that competed the year. Because I like, I still go back on NPCNews.com and keep up with some of the guys that competed with us and just look at their pictures and stuff. But I mean, Bro, I, I want to see. I want to see the pictures of him from last year. I haven't, I haven't seen. If you just go on the Total Bodies website and then go to the 2022 show, you can see his name and just click on his name, and it'll it'll take you to the NPC doc. Like our pictures are still on NPC dot com. I got horrible pictures of me, but they're on there. I'm trying to find this video. I I know I took this video of you posing. You was posing to Drake's jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have that video. Auto body. Picked a really good song too. That... Bro, I already got. I've had my next posing, my next routine song picked out. I just never have put anything to it. But it's a, uh, it's just a remix of, uh, that freaking Willy Wonka song. Um, I don't know why I can't think of the stinking name of it. I'm still I'm trying to. For my posing up, I I don't like the new um like a new pose that I can like transition to. I got I got a video of it one day. True. Dude, that side that side tricep you posted looked really good. Are you talking about me? Yeah, the yeah. one you just posted the other yeah. day. I appreciate it. But you're welcome. I. I started using like cinematic when, when I take videos when I pose. Oh. And I just and I just screenshot it and make it more like clear. RIP to a legend. Who? Look at the look at the group chat. Bet you don't even know who that is. Probably not. 
Oh, he, he talks about him. You have you have a picture of him in your wallet. That's George Peterson. George Peterson, yes. Dude, it was so crazy when I got there because nobody was talking to him. And it's probably because he was eating a meal, so I didn't want to like really bother him. But he was sitting in a corner on this back machine, and he looks up at me, and he's like, you trying to use this? I was like, nah, dude, can I get a picture with you? He's like, absolutely. So he like he put his meal like down and then like proceeded like we talked for at least five minutes and then some other people came up. But he was telling me how how he was gonna move to two twelve, all kinds of crazy stuff. Bro, I can't find I can't find his pictures. Ty Green though, I don't I don't know how I like I don't know like we we wasn't even allowed to take pictures with Ty because I mean people still did but like I didn't just because at the time. He was still like under contract with another company, so he couldn't be pictured in a Redcom one hoodie because he wasn't officially signed until like the next week or something. Yet he was still wearing the the hoodie. Yeah. Bro, this was supposed yeah. to be a this was supposed to be a bodybuilding iceberg. It's actually a weekend warriors iceberg. Bro, compared, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Like, no disrespect to. My boy Ivan, but he was not in the same condition he was the year we competed. I remember how, dude, dude I remember how, like, seeing him in person, I was like, he looks so fucking dense of, like, just muscle. Yep. Dom, you should, uh, you, you need to meet Ivan or speak to him. I remember because me and Kobe was the only two people in, like, the green room, the waiting room, who were, like, practicing in the mirror. And then Ivan jumped in there with us, and we were like, yo, what are we doing? <laughs> We might have made a mistake. <laughs> Bro, first place, though, looked crazy. Last year? Yeah. Dude, the last year, if you look at last year's show, the guy who won Classic could have won Open. If you look at the Open yeah. winner, yeah. he could have destroyed him. Don, I'm going to see if I can't find you a picture. I'm going to send you a picture of Ivan real quick. Or I'll just send you his Instagram, actually. I hate it when my protein shake does it like mix good. I you just gotta down it. That's crazy. Now I taste the powder all over my mouth. Do you use your Cyclops ups, Dom? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm out of, I ran out of pre workout though. Is that like, but, you, like who you exclusively use? But for GNC, it, yeah, yeah. It's, but GNC is still an alpha. Um, Dom, check the, uh, the Instagram good, uh, group chat. I sent you a video of Ivan. It looks like he's in prep right now. Yeah, I think he, I think he is competing in the total body. I think he is. I thought Ivan would be like a little older. He sounds older. Uh, dude, he's like younger than younger than me and has like a kid. Well, bro, you got a kid. Yeah. Oh, he goes. He goes to the lighthouse gym. Over there in Raleigh, Mississippi. He's a super chill dude. I really want to go to that gym. I think I think Kobe would love it. Dude, that's just like close to Jackson, though. Yeah, it's I know. Like three hours away. Boys, we need to have a leg day together. Hell no. Do we do? Hell yeah. No, we, no, we don't. <laughs> oh, Not boys, even. I forgot to tell y'all. I don't... Uh, 
Cade's going back to the army. You got approved. You, I think you told me that, but I don't know if Don knew. Okay, yeah, to, I think he leaves to... like next week, Haney. Really? Who, who was yeah. in it before? He was in the Marine Corps, and then he oh. busted his knee open, tore his MCL, PCL, ACL, meniscuses. All, the, all of that shit. That's what all the need. L's. I know he ain't going to listen to this, dude, but Dom, you just don't know, dude. Every single, and I mean, I love K to death. He's the guy, he got me in the gym. He's the person who got me started. And I'd be eternally grateful to him for it. But every freaking leg day, I would be like, hey, you going to hit legs with us? He's like, no, nah, dude, my knee. I tore my MCL, my PCL. I had the, I had the speech memorized at one time. And he told me all the things he tore in his knee. And he said that every single day. <laughs> tore my MCL, PCL. <laughs> Lateral and bisolateral meniscus. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> bro, sure. bro definitely knows the full anatomy of his knee, though. I know that much. So what do y'all think about the uh, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's going to be good. Well, you seen, I think, uh, have you seen that Elon uh, Musk starts his tra- started his training today? Yeah, with, uh, with Lex Friedman. Wait, is, is he? Oh, he is. That's yeah. awesome. What about Jake Paul and Nate Diaz? Dude, what's so funny is they got a... They, they, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz would kick his ass. Dude, that's not until like later this year in October. They're yeah, hopping no. that fight up way too early. People are going to yeah. lose interest. But anyway, yeah, I think, I think Elon Musk is crazy enough to, to like be in the gym eight hours a day and just train. If, he, if he put his mark... If he puts as much time in MMA as he does into Tesla and SpaceX, dude, he might be the GOAT by the, by the end of it. <laughs> Bro, he's definitely autistic enough. You know that video you sent the other day? Like, the greatness, greatness, like, they look, the dude, the coach said, I look for autism and not, like, I don't know, Will Bro, how did, how did he say that? He's like, he's like, look, if you can get a fighter, like, I just gotta, let me watch the video. <laughs> oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. If you have the right mix of autism and steroids, you are guaranteed, 100% guaranteed, to become a world champion. And that's the thing is that people are focusing on steroids, but really as a world-class, uh, world-class coach, you really want to attract people with autism because you can give anyone steroids. Despite our best efforts, we've yet to give anyone autism. If you, have the- <laughs> you can give it's anyone steroids. <laughs> Despite our best efforts, we have not successfully gave anyone all this. <laughs> Anti-vaxxers oh, disproven. Just from that statement. Oh my goodness, dude! What about what about RHK? What, how do y'all feel about him being jacked? I saw what that if he just did, the other day. What if he just gets up there on the debate platform and bro, like, just knocks Joe Biden out, bro? What if he just takes his shirt off and just starts posing? Dude, you could assassinate Joe Biden with a punch. I swear. <laughs> Bro, if he trips the wrong way, if he trips the wrong way, he's definitely is done. If he tripped, it's over. That's like when he fell down the stairs, he's lucky he was walking up. If he was walking <laughs> down and fell, dude, it's been over. Bro, it's a wrap. <laughs> but we're assuming he's still alive, like, and hasn't just been replaced by some doppelganger. Dude, he could have been. I don't know. How, 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 who do y'all think would have won between, like, let's say they start picking presidents. 
based off a cage fight. I think I think RHK he's got it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I'd like to see I would I would like to see him actually win. What's what side is he running on? Republican, I assume. Dude, I actually don't know. Surely not surely not like uh I mean JFK was a Democrat. Yeah, but Democrat has from those days has like lost its meaning entirely. For the most part. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if he No, he's he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. Really? Yeah. He's just against he's just against vaccines and that's where they Cause I mean he he's not wrong. I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of I guess I, I kind of want to speak carefully, but like as soon as vaccines kind of hit the big, hit it big, like with the polio and and malaria and shingles, chicken pox, stuff like that. Whenever they started being like not really mandated, but whenever they were given to given to children at birth, starting in like the eighties, autism just freaking skyrocketed and down to you know just mental disabilities went through the roof. And he believes there is a correlation to that. Oh, so he you know, does I mean, believe in... Oh, yeah, he's a big anti-vaxxer. Not, not the COVID vaccine. All, like, all vaccines. All vaccines. Damn, I didn't know that part. Damn, I missed out on that on the podcast. But, I mean, I see what he's saying. Like, the correlation... There is a correlation, but that doesn't mean... Yes, but I mean, at the same time, sugar and processed foods and every everything bad for you also skyrocketed after the 80s. That's when the sugar, the sugar industry just absolutely took off. And I, I'm not saying that has anything to do with freaking autism. I don't know, but it definitely has to do with the massive increase of cardiac, cardiac arrest and stroke and everything else. Heart yeah, for real. Period. I want to ask y'all guys a question before we before we end the podcast. Yes. All right. So it's a hypothetical. Uh. Let's see. I already have a feeling I know how Don's gonna react to this. I'm like, what? I can't believe you said that. All right. <laughs> Is. If you had an exact clone of yourself, it's an exact copy of you right now, and you had sex with it, would that be masturbation? I can't believe I just can't. Uh, then you go first. Would it be, hold on, would it be masturbation and would it be gay? No, it wouldn't be gay. It's you. Right? It would be like. Hmm. Explain. Just talk. Would it be masturbation? Question mark. And would it be gay? Question mark. Oh man! To have sex with an exact clone of yourself. So if if you if you had to bang an exact clone of yourself. Not not that you had to. You don't have to. Could I just get orally pleased by myself? You could. Yeah. That's an option. I feel like I feel like that would be less gay, but also <laughs> masturbation. 
Uh, yeah, I was gonna, I think it's masturbation, honestly. Um, it's it's like it's like fucking yourself, you know. I was like, think if I was a mutant in X Men and I could just duplicate myself like that one dude, why wouldn't you? I mean, what, it's you. What if? Okay, so you don't. It's not gay, and it is masturbation. Look, that's what we are. We've we've, we've all learned it's only gay if you're gay. If you don't identify as gay, Here go. Here therefore go it's Here. not gay. Facts. I'm glad Here you said go. it. <laughs> Here we go again. Dumbs, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about that? Is it is it gay well, if we've you're not this- gay? Well, never well, on the podcast though. Bro, we gotta like we gotta like record this audio and post it to the Instagram. <laughs> is it gay if you're not gay? So can you commit a gay act but not identify as gay? Can you suck one dick? It's like and not be gay. Yes. Yes. What? what? Okay. Exactly. Um, not yours. Not your own. Not your clones. Somebody else's. I'm yeah. pretty sure that some some dude comes up to you and is like, "Hey, give me head. I'll give uh, give me head. I'll give you a hundred dollars." Bro, I'll ask Austin right now. Don't okay. say, dude. Don't say that shit. Don't say that shit. Don't say that. <laughs> bro, don't say that. Bro, you wanna you wanna get a hey you up text, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he's gonna send me oh an ASL. God, bro. Oh nah, no hey. That's fucking hilarious though. No, but seriously. A hundred dollars. Gotta remember what he said in the mountains. Bro, don't don't bring that no, shit. No, I don't. I want that from my memory. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember a lot of things from that trip. That's true. But my answer would be no. I would say, like, like, look. If you see, if you see, like, okay, as a dude, right? Lesbians are hot. Let's just double the women, right? Without the guy. So, to me, if it's okay for them, why couldn't it be okay for us? Now, I'm not gay. And I don't plan on experimenting <laughs> in any way. For, you, know, you know what I mean. He's coming anyway, to defend himself. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, don't, I, I think it's not gay if you just experiment a little bit. However, okay, okay, okay. No, Where, I, hold, on, I, hold on, 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 hold on. Where is that threshold crossed? How many dicks do you have to suck before you're gay, bro? No. <laughs> as soon as you realize if you like it. Bro. No, okay. Once you realize, hey, I like this, then, then you know, you might be gay. Got but if you're like, you know what, this is, this just isn't for me. Bro, so you're, you're telling me, you're telling me, you're going to like willingly give, like somebody, a guy willingly gives another guy head. And the entire time they're just like, I fucking hate this shit. Just like gagging on it and everything, bro. I think, bro, that's still, that's, that's a little gay, bro. I'm not going to lie. Bro, Gunner, it's like, Gunner, it's, know, it's like, it's know, like on the Sopranos. I don't think I'm worried about me, but I don't think I'm worried about you, man. Bro, it's like, it's like on the Sopranos when they, when Tony was in therapy and she's like, how can you hate a gay person? He's like, she's like, you've been in jail before, right? And he's like, well, you get a pass for that. You know what I mean? Like. Because you just had to get what you could get. Exactly. <laughs> If it's like, look, none of us have ever been that desperate. We've none of us have ever been that desperate, so we can't say nothing. Wait, However, so 
I'm not gay. So, so, I don't know. so, hold on. Let's just run it back real quick. So you're saying some gay activities comes out of like desperateness? I would think so. Like if you look, when I was 13, if I found a hole, you know what I mean. So it's like. <laughs> So it's like, as a man, if you get so desperate that there's only one hole, like, well, what else are you going to do? I I'm mean, not saying I would. I'd probably just shoot myself at that point. But some people, I could imagine, who are not gay, would involve themselves in gay activities. Yeah, I've not me. Maybe Dom. I mean, maybe me. maybe these are like, I mean, you've heard stories me. of like, you've heard stories of like married men, like having sex with a dude, like cheating on their wife with a guy. Yeah. Like you've heard of stories like that before. So, like, what if their wife is, like, not giving them any at all? I don't know why they wouldn't go to a woman, though. But, I mean, maybe he's, maybe he just has no game and can't spit game to a woman or something. Look, dude, I'm just saying. Have you ever been hit on by a gay guy? Yeah. Bro, it's they not, will, it's they not will hype. They will hype you. Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. They will hype you up. I mean, they give you the best compliments ever, but then they're, like, super. Uh, they'll be a really. Uh, Creepy you, about it. Yeah, they're really creepy about it. But then it's like, like it's like, bro, then I look at myself and I'm like, do I fucking talk to women like that? Bro, I don't I don't talk to women, period. So <laughs> Yeah, that's that's, oh, that's your own set of problems you got right there. Like <laughs> like do I like would I come off super creepy to a woman if I'm like hyping them up and I'm like if they turn me down, I keep like pushing for it. Not saying I even do that, but like I've probably done that before when I was younger. Bro, that's what I'm gonna do to my kid. I'll probably do it to your kid too. I'm gonna hype them up for something that they definitely Hold can't on, do, but I'm pause. gonna they can. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like if they want to jump off a cliff or something. Dude, please be like, hell yeah, you can do please that. Don't do <laughs> uh, please don't do that. Now I know to not keep my child around you, Gunner. Bro, Uncle Gunner's gonna come through, I swear. Bro, Kel's <laughs> already out. gonna be fucking wild. I already know Uncle he's gonna be crazy. Alvy. Bro, Kel's gonna be like, hey. You ever wanted to be a gardener? Because I got trees. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Bro, your child's going to grow up around the most insane group, I swear. Bad It'll be good for it, though. Listen, yeah. like, your, your kid's going to have so many stories to tell in school, it's going to be like, you won't believe what bad. my dad's friends Bro, she really, did. She really will, like, actually. Can. Bro, sure. your your child, it's first fourth of July and me and Kel shoot the fireworks, dude. Oh, it's it's on. She's gonna be cool as fuck, that's all I know. Bro, she will be. Dude, I, I'm like excited for you. Like I mean, I, I might be excited for me just because my cousin's having a kid, my brother's having a kid, and my best friend's having a kid. So I'm gonna have three babies that I'm gonna have to like take a picture with all of them once. Bro, for real. <laughs> Call myself the Godfather, bro. Okay, so I, no. I've got one more question for y'all, and then we can end the podcast. So one more half. But I got, I got one for y'all too. Okay, okay. After, after this one. Okay, so would y'all rather do the first, give the first ninety percent of a blowjob? Oh God! Or finish the last ten percent? I don't want to. Oh, give me the ninety. I'm not taking that in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not answering that. Oh, just say, just answer. What do you mean you're not answering it? Not you, didn't, me. you didn't even answer the first question. 
90%. You don't even participate. As 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 administrator of this Discord server, I'm kicking you out. Okay. Bro, if you if you take the ninety percent and then decide you don't like it, you're not gay. If you take the load, you're gay. Instantly. Okay. Let's say let's say it only lasts a minute. That first ninety percent is only lasting fifty seconds, but those last ten seconds you have, and the last three seconds of those ten seconds is just going to be you getting jizz on your mouth, bro. Do I have to swallow? No, there's no, there's not, there's, there's not even a stipulation to like saying it has to go in your mouth or anything. Like it's just the, the first ninety percent or the last ten percent. Do you want to finish them off or do you want to get them there? No, I think it's even more game to finish it off. You finish I think it's not say the exact same thing. Do you yeah, finish someone off, dude? I think finishing a golf is ten times gayer, man. Like, I say, I say the first ninety percent for sure. Yeah. Cause that that first ninety percent, bro. I'm like, you're not gonna like it. I promise, you're not gonna fucking like it, bro. Like, I'm gonna like I'd probably just bite him. So, so, I'm gonna not. like abuse you, dude. <laughs> you definitely that, that never gonna be painful. You. Yeah, you'll never want anything from me ever again. I can guarantee that. So, Dom, you said the first ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to your first 92? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad we all agree on that. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's. Um, I meant to ask y'all another question with the previous one. Alright. Is having sex with your clone incest? If you have a kid. What? It's not incest until you, you have a kid. That's it. That don't make sense, though. Um. No, I, I don't think... No, I don't think it's incest. It's just... Wait. It's you. If there, so. if there was a perfect clone of you as a female and you had a kid, would it just be another you? It would be really mutilated and fucked up. <laughs> no, out. you gotta think about it. No, for real. Like, if you had a kid with yourself, like, you ma- you just mixed your own chromosomes and your own DNA, would it, st- would it just be another you? If a clone and a clone had a baby, would it just be another version of that clone? Bro, it'd be like an Eldritch Abomination coming out, dude. They're gonna come out with tentacles or something. I don't even know, want to know what happened there. Bro, I think that's incest, though. I think having sex with yourself would be incest. Yeah, I mean, maybe, just because, like, if your chromosomes and your DNA are too close, it's bound to have problems. Like, a child, it happens all the time. It's like that family in West Virginia where the one guy can only speak by barking like a dog. You say that family, like, there's not several of those families in West Virginia. Bro, there's several of those families <laughs> here. Just in West Virginia? <laughs> I can name a few of them, actually. But Same. But we won't do that. Anyway, Gunner, do your, say your question so we can finish this. Bro, this one's more serious, so I feel bad for asking, but I like the, the bull right. questions now. Anyway, what's the biggest challenge you've ever faced in your life? Something that you've had, like something, Kobe, like Kobe can't say having a child because he hasn't went through that whole process yet. Or Dom can't say, well, Dom could say being in the military, I guess, but like it has to be something that you've gone through and completed, like you've got through it. What's been the biggest challenge? Hmm. I really, um,
Who answers this for? Who do you say? I get. I mean, I already know my answer, but wait, okay, wait, you, you, you just say yours. You just say yours, Gunner. Go ahead. So mine, mine, I guess, would be being finding out that it's okay to be alone, like getting getting to the point where I could just be happy alone and like not needing attention or love from a not really love i would say but like needing the affection from another person like it's nice and it's great and i do like it but like i'll tell you a couple months ago i finally got to the point where it's like it's okay to be alone and it's not like a bad thing like you can still be happy and have a good time and like I mean, I go out to restaurants and I go out to the movies and I do I do a lot of stuff alone. Would I rather do it with someone? Yes, but it's not gonna end my life to to be alone. I think that was the biggest challenge from like from like fifteen all the way to twenty one. That was probably the biggest thing that that haunted me. But I think I finally like kind of got that under control. First off, I think that's awesome that you've conquered that. So and of course stuff like stuff like this podcast, you know, it helps because like I always have something to like. It's like focusing on things outside of myself. So like Toby having a kid brings me tremendous joy. Like it just does, just because he's one of my closest friends and he's having a kid, and I'm gonna hopefully I'll be around <laughs> to be be in that kid's life. And then seeing Dom, he's got a new job, seeing Dom in the military, seeing Dom being successful in his life, like stuff like that has started bringing me joy. So like I've, I've really tried to, to look at what's outside of my life to bring me joy instead of what's, what's going on in my life. Just because my life is full of work and the gym, and that's pretty much it. And the gym, the gym's amazing. I do love it. But like... I mean, I'll, I'll get so caught up sometimes in just what I'm doing that I'll forget to see, you know. And it used to, and the whole reason I even got off social media for the longest time was to avoid seeing what other people are doing because it would make me feel bad. But now it's kind of having the, the reverse effect on myself where I'm seeing all these people living good lives and it, and it makes me happy. So I don't really know what's going on in my brain, but... But like I've had a, a total mental shift of what brings what like brings me happiness right now. But yeah, I would say I would say being okay with I'm not really I'm not even gonna say alone, but just being okay with where I'm at in the moment is probably the biggest biggest like thing. Being content, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Just being being content with where I'm at in my life. And I mean I'm not I have goals and I haven't gave up on those goals, but I'm not gonna sit here and try to you know i'm not trying to be famous or a millionaire or, or anything like that just being content with where i'm at is like the the biggest thing for me right now i think i finally finally got to that point that's awesome i, I, have, I have a question for you though <clears throat> okay. that's that's great that you like actually do find joy and peace like but now like my life's not perfect i mean there's some days i freaking you know, that's the best part about it, though. It's yeah, like you, no you realize your you realize your life's not perfect, but you're also content with it not being perfect. Like, yeah, I still think that's yeah. an awesome part of it. But I want to ask you. Well, I want to ask you, Gunnar. Hold on. Did you did you put yourself in the situation of you living in Florence by yourself and working in Corinth, like in an area you don't really even know anybody like that? Did you do that on purpose 
to kind of like push yourself in the direction of being like content and at peace with being alone like that. So, I mean, I'll tell you the honest reason that I've kind of set my life up the way it is, because if so, I moved, I moved very far away on purpose and I, and my job is far away on purpose. Cause if, if my life is not as busy as possible, then I will, I will hate myself. Like any, any, I, and this is going to sound crazy. I can't stand freaking Saturdays and Sundays when nothing's happening. Yeah. Because I just know that I'm probably just going to either drink or smoke all day and be just miserable. So like for me being super busy and at work or in the gym or at church, just something, anything to get my mind off myself, I, I like. And, and I, I don't like it, but it's what's best for me. It's it's best for myself to be as busy as possible. So like waking up early <laughs> to drive to work. So leaving for like, most people leave for work 10 minutes before they have to be there. I'll leave for work an hour and a half before I have to be there. Yep. <laughs> and it takes me an hour and a half to get home. So like for my schedule at work, though, so, because I wake up, I go to work, I go to sleep. As soon as I get home, I'm pretty much either making a meal and for a rest day or if i don't like if i'm not going home i'm leaving work and going straight to the gym like luckily today was a rest day which i set it up that way for the podcast but so like last night or yesterday my day was like wake up 8 30 leave the door by 10 30 to be at work on time at 12 work till 8 get off at 8 go straight to the gym get there at like 9 30 Work out till eleven thirty. Go home, shower, go straight to bed. And I mean, that's just the the healthiest thing for my you have life. A routine that's set. You like routines. You don't like downtime. I don't. I can't stand. I cannot stand downtime. You like, feel like you and need that's to do I, something. And that's why Saturday. I mean, Sunday's fine because I go. I go to church on Sunday. I hang out with the family. But I can't stand Saturdays. Saturdays, I literally, unless unless we're doing something. Like with the boys yeah. that I have to look forward to, I freaking hate Saturdays just because I, I literally do nothing, and it makes me so mad. Because all, all I can do is go to the gym, and then once I get done with the gym, I'm like, "Well, now what?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel you. But man. that's that's another thing that's that's helped me a lot is just being busy, and it's and like I'm not like sitting here like, "Oh, I love work. I love going to work. I love being busy." I don't. It's just like what's best for me to do so i do it knowing that it's going to benefit me in the in the long run exactly With that yeah and you gotta do what's best for you Dude, I've, even, I've even tried like other day i got contacted by a company that that uh a friend recommended me to for a new job and they they told me it was work from home and i was like no i can't do that i That's, cannot do that that sounds because i just I just couldn't like I I wouldn't be able to focus on work at all. I know people that could do that. Like some people would be totally content with working from home. A lot of people would actually. But yeah, and I think this new I say new job. I've literally been there for a year now, but uh, I like help helping people is it's just so awesome because you know used used to when I worked in customer service, everybody had a problem. And for some reason, I was the contributor to that problem. 
when I wasn't. So like working in service when everybody would come up to you mad as mad as a hornet and then they they act like you you're supposed to be able to solve that problem and you can't. It's just horrible. So like it being a locksmith and being able to help people who have lost their keys or got locked out of their house or just anything along those lines, it's amazing because at the end of my job, everybody's always happy because they got what they want. So nobody's ever mad at me. Like it's 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 good on on my soul. It feels good to to like for for people not to be freaking angry at me all day. And I think that's another thing that's that's helped a lot. A non toxic work environment sounds sounds yes. awesome for real. Dumb because like, at the end of my job, everybody's always happy because they either can start their car now or they can get in their house or just something like that. Anyway, sorry, to, sorry to take no, up so much time. Good. No, no, it's, it's good that you're good. content at peace, dude. It's awesome. That's, that's kind of I kind of want to end it end it there because I don't think I don't think yeah. me and Dom are going to get a better give a better speech than that. <laughs> oh, be like, honest. And I, I don't want to seem like my life is perfect because it's not at all. Like I mean, I'm just I just make make work with what's what's given to me. Nah, I get I, you. Bobby, y'all still have to answer the question, though. It's all God's plans. Listen, if somebody listens this long, they're going to listen to the end of it. If they're not going to listen this long, they probably stopped at 10 minutes. So, I mean, you might as well just keep going. I want to hear, hear y'all's answers. Dom. Me? Do you want to go? Uh, I guess I guess it's like the same thing where I've always been telling y'all. It's just like, my biggest struggle is like finding myself again. Because, like, because y'all know last summer I was god-awful. I was terrible. Probably probably one of the worst persons I ever ever was. I was drinking every day, technically, like, smoking every once in a while, though. Uh, Barely went to church, you know, didn't care about work. You know, I just, right after work, I would literally just leave and go drink and drive and stuff like that. I would just find an excuse just to drink. I'll go party. And all that, you know, because because I, I was lost, you know, I felt like I had no no one beside me, no one no one had my back, I had no friends and all that. But then like, and then I went to this like little retreat thing. Um, I was forced to go, but I was like, you know, let's let's just go and all that. And during that, that's when I really like found myself. Well, I started to find myself, and then after the retreat, I still like went back to my like how I was before. And it just, you know, it just kept going. And then I got also got asked to be the youth group leader. And but I remember the our like the the one that runs the church said, "But you got to stop your bad habits." And in my head, I was like, "I cannot do that. Like that, this is really hard for me and all that." But um, after a while, um. It, it really did take some time and more that I kept studying on this like youth group stuff has helped me more and more because like I, I finally found God in my life and like he's guided me through everything like so far I'm probably the best version of myself that I've ever been I've I never get angry no more I'm never sad anymore I'm always happy now I'm always vibing I'm just here living life and just, all because of him like literally like like he I guess like where I got where I would say this is like my favorite one of my favorite verses is on my Instagram bio 
Psalms 40, uh, verse 2. Uh, he lifted me out the, of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mirror, and he set my feet on a, on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. That firm place is like my happiness. Like, I'm finally where I'm at now. I'm, fi- I'm finally like, I'm happy where I'm at right now. Yeah, I'm just happy where I'm at right now. I got a good job. I'm in the army. I'm working out. I'm going to school now. That's a big, that's a big difference. Like, I don't study or anything. But you got and two I, of the best friends? Yeah, I got Gunner and Kobe. And that too, I, I met a lot of really good people. Like, my friends from Ayuka, Ashton, LeBron, and Trey, and Steven. Like, I met, I met them, and they helped me a lot. We always talk about, um, we always talk about God and the Bible and stuff all the time. And that, like, motivates me more all the time. Really, just... I guess like same thing with you. Learned I I learned that you're never alone. You have your friends, but most importantly, you still got God by, by your back, behind your like. Uh, he's got your back because he's he's never gonna leave you. All the only thing is that like, you turn your back away from him, but he's still by. He's still there for you. He's he's just waiting for you. Like like God doesn't leave you alone. You just walk away from him. And like when I finally came back and finally found him, that's when like my happiness was. I found myself, and like that was the biggest challenge was like trying to find myself, find who I really was, and find like what I wanted to do in my life. And now I'm now I'm right here with like what I just said, like a good job, going to school, military, and I'm running a youth group. And I've been I I would say I'm pretty successful in that. It takes learn it takes time to learn everything, but I'm I it, most importantly it's just I'm happy. That that's all that matters and. Absolutely, amen. And I'm just, I'm, I'm here just vibing, and just, just letting God hold my hand and guide me. Yeah, I'll be honest, dude. Cool. I've noticed, I've noticed, uh, I've noticed a big change in your demeanor since. I don't know. I want to say, when did we meet? When did me and you meet? Last year. What? When last year? Um, I don't even know. I know it was in the no, it wasn't. It was like honestly, it was the start of the year. It was like January because um, because that's when I asked you to help me during my cut. Yeah, was it was in February. Yeah, early this year, early last year. Okay, yeah, I know it's been. I know it's been over a year now. Yeah, look at the group chat. This is how battle was back in the day. And I got home like that. Damn. Yes, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to say. I've noticed such a huge difference in your demeanor because I remember you used to to post all kinds of fucking crazy shit on your story. That shit. Of you like (laughs) drinking and driving and like, like high and all kinds of stuff. Like, I understand you're like going through it and down bad, and that's kind of like your own fight you have to go through. But you've been through it already. Like you're, yeah, you've been through it, and here you are on the other side of it. Yeah, and I want to say like I am super proud of you for, for like actually getting through that and like kind of becoming the person you want to be. You know. Yeah, and like yeah. I really try to try to teach that a lot to my youth group because I really most most importantly for my brother, I don't want those kids to do the same thing what what I went through. Like I don't want them to go I don't want them to take the wrong oh, path. Like real. I did. 
Like oh, I want exactly to take the right path where God is telling them to. Like, like for example, like I remember uh, my preacher, Father Mario, said like, like God is like a, like a GPS. He's like he's he's gonna tell you where to go. But if you meet a random person and they tell you, oh, go this way, it's faster, it's easier, uh, roads are smoother. Um, who 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 are you gonna tell? You? Are you gonna take the GPS where it's like you know exactly telling you where it's going? Or are you gonna take the guy that you know telling you to go this way, but he's not really sure and all that? You're gonna take the GPS. Obviously, you're gonna take God's path because you'll get there safer and you'll get there like, easier, more easier, and more like you'll know exactly where you're going because it's in the GPS and it's also God. So that's the that's how he described it, and I've always thought about that. Okay, Don, that, that makes me want to ask y'all a question, just because I've been struggling with this recently. If if you had a family member, and I mean, no, nobody, my family is listening to this, so I guess I can ask. So, like, if your little brother was, like, stepping down the unforgiving path that you was, how would you how would you approach that to tell him not to, although you did, so it's, like, hypocritical of you to say, don't do that. You can you you can relate to it though. You can like talk to him about it. You can be like, Look, I know what you're doing. I've been through it and I don't want you to be me. I don't want you to take the same path that I did. But see, like, the thing is, I don't the thing you, is the, the Bible says not to not to criticize that of which you are guilty of. Hold on. I don't So think, how can I criticize something that I'm guilty I of? I don't think you're going to be able to stop him from going stop somebody like that from going down that path. But when you were going down that path, did you have somebody's shoulder to like lean on when you're going through it? Now I think if somebody else is going through that, you could be that shoulder that they that they lean on. Because if you've been what? down that dark path, you probably haven't. If That's you went saying. all the way through it and you haven't had nobody, you can at least be that support because you've been through it before. Like, you're not going to stop. You can't stop them. Like, the person's going to do what they want to do anyway. It's just, that's just how I feel about it. But, but see, that, and that's where I've be been. I'm like, I'm like, look, if you ever need anything, call me. If you ever need a ride, call me. If you can't drive, call me. Look, like, I'm not... And I feel so bad for telling him, like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do this. And I, I can't say that. Like, I just can't because it'd be. And the the last thing I want to be is a hypocrite. You're not being a hypocrite or you're not criticizing or anything. You're yeah. just oh, like, it's 100%. I don't think. I, don't like, I feel like I feel like you're just helping him out. You're just like telling, like, don't. like. You're trying to oh, advise. Yeah, you're trying to advise. Like you just like you don't you just don't want him to do the same thing you did because you can teach him that you can tell him like, look, I did it. I was not happy at all. Okay, but like, like here's the here's the thing. A, a lot of the stuff that I have done that I'm not happy about has kind of formed me into who I am, and I wouldn't change anything about it. Like a, a lot of the mistakes I've made have have like made me who I am, and I don't I don't want that to change. And I don't know if I if I hadn't made those mistakes that I wouldn't be who I am. So it's like, how do I know? You, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like I want him to live his own life and, I think you, and make mistakes. I need him to make to let, mistakes so he can learn. You have to let him make his them. own mistakes. You have to let him make his own mistakes. Yeah, that's what that's what I think. And whenever he makes those mistakes and he feels like he has nobody or if he does feel like he has nobody or he's going through it, that's when you step up. That's what that's the role you play. You're his brother. That's when you step up and be the shoulder to cry on, the person to hug, the person to talk to. Like 
and like and like you know you know that firsthand. I mean, there was one night in particular around New Year's that you know that like at one point I thought I lost all my friends because of some stupid thing I did. And then the next day y'all were y'all were telling me that it's cool and that y'all y'all were still love me and that it was cool and like, like everything was okay. So I, I remember being there where at one point I thought I lost everything, weirdly enough, and then the next day true friends come through and tell you what's up. And like that's what I'm trying to be. I know I'm I know I'm a brother, but it, you know, you're still a friend too. Like I mean there's I don't know. Yeah, you got to realize you can't you can't stop somebody from making mistakes. You have to let them make mistakes so they can learn. But when they're going through the process of like grieving or sorrow or whatever they're going through, you can always be that person that's there for them and give them guidance and advice, or at least be an open ear to talk to. You know, yeah. at least that's how that's how I feel. Like you're not going to stop somebody from making a mistake. Like a mistake mistakes happen. Nobody's perfect, and like that's just life. But yeah. you could also be the person that's there when they don't have anybody. Yep. So but, I, think, uh, I think that would that would work well. All right. Kobe, what's your uh your answer? I, I didn't expect this podcast to go this deep, but it did. We're having a whole therapy session here. Shit. Uh I'm just gonna follow up on what y'all been saying. How you said you've been trying to find more contentness and peace in your life and dominic you've yeah. you said you have found your you've refound yourself after going through it i mean i know what you've been through over the last two years or so like i i realize that but i want to follow up on that and say these last oh dude the last six years probably has been nothing but like the hardest most difficult journey of my like of my life obviously like become being an adult moving on your own moving in with a partner going through a, a bad breakup rhythm with them and all that like i was in a similar position i've been in i've, I've been in y'all's shoes before like, i'll just be honest i have been in y'all's shoes before i know how it feels to be heartbroken and all that i know how it feels to be lost gunner like in discontent with your life and all that and like to kind of add on to what y'all are saying that journey itself is like it's finally come to a point where like i was thinking about this shit this morning too like how truly like fine i am with everything that's happening like i was thinking about it all my friends got this podcast going on i'm still in the gym still bodybuilding i have a fucking kid on the way dude i have a solid relationship with megan like i look back at the things that I always wished I look back in the day where I would think like what I wanted and where I wanted to be in life when I was like 20 21 years old and like back then I like I wanted a kid I wanted to be in shape I wanted to have my own place uh I want a good group of friends that could be there for me like all kind of shit I wanted to do like YouTube or fucking anything little did I know that's gonna turn out to be a podcast but I mean, here we are, I've come, we've come full circle, going through all the downs in life that just happens, coming to find yourself, coming to peace with yourself, coming to contentness with your life, period. And I was just like, I don't know, I walked out, I'm not religious like that, like, but I walked out this morning, sun was shining, and I was like, dude, I'm walking my dog, I have, I have a 
Dude, I never thought I would have my own dog. I never thought two years ago I would ever have a kid. Like, I never thought two, three years ago I would ever find a solid relationship with anybody. I never thought two or three years ago I would have as close of friends as you are, like as you guys are, or as the entire my, the entire friend group that we associate with. Like, yep. Everything has seriously come like full circle to the point where it's like I'm genuinely appreciative of everything that I have going on and whenever I like get in my head or something or I'm upset like I always think back to like look at where you are now look where you've come from and how much how much has actually changed in your life because you took control of your life and like decided to make better choices and better decisions and here you are at peace like truly and that's like the biggest challenge I would say I've dealt with my entire life is like finding Finding peace in life, and that's all I care about, is trying to find peace. And over these last, I think, really the last year and a half or so, is whenever it's really, whenever it's really hit the most. Like, I, there have been nights where, I don't know, like, I've literally woke up from awful dreams of me, like, and me, like, crying. And being like, dude, what is going on? Like, am I, I'm like having serious anxiety, depression, bad thoughts, all kind of stuff. Yeah. And then like fighting through that and sticking with my guns, dude, like sticking with it and never giving up on the shit that makes me happy. And the stuff that's always made me happy. Never giving up on any of that has like push me through the other side to where it's, there's like actually the sun is shining down bright and it's awesome like there's actual peace and contentness like flowing through my life at the moment and I couldn't be I, I genuinely couldn't be happier I couldn't I like more things would just add problems like I'm fine with what I have going on right now yep Not I, think, I think that's that's something we all take for uh for granted too it's just the amazing the friend group we do have because i mean i feel like in any time any of us need anything that we could just call on anyone yeah and, and they'd be there whereas a lot a lot of people don't have that and that's that's one of the things that's really benefited my life is is because i mean I, I didn't meet y'all guys till after after i graduated and it was it was or right, right as soon as i graduated and y'all y'all have become my closest friends Compared to like, I know a lot of people say the the kids they went to high school with is their closest friends, but I mean it's not the case for me anymore. I met I met y'all guys and it was just like an instant click. Yeah, right and, after. Uh, I mean, like here we are now. I agree with you as far as the high school thing goes. I think that like yeah. high school friends serve a different role. High school and college friends serve a different role as it's like adult friends when you live on your own and you have yeah. to relate to somebody in an adult life. But I'll, like, if I'll I never want, lose love for those people that 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 I, yeah, I was cool yeah, with back sure, then. Sure. And it's it's like if I if I want my kids to meet anybody that I'm associated with, and and I want my kids to to like know and respect people in my life, I want I want it to be you guys, just because it's like y'all are my friends, and I hope to God that y'all are always going to be a part of my life. So it's like I want them to know you and appreciate you, and and realize that y'all are you know. 
like a part of my life and it's it's always going to be that way yeah. like like I, I hope we can take vacations and and all this kind of stuff together for years and years to come where you know you know what i mean like I want them to know you as a part of my life just because you you've affected y'all have affected it in such a way and benefited me personally in, in such a way that 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 like, like I couldn't imagine losing all my friends right now and trying to find new friends. It just would not work. Because <laughs> socially I am not capable of, of making new friends. So it's like y'all are stuck with me. And that's the way it is. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, stuff like you were talking about, like future trips and like introducing like new family members to to the friend group, and like I guess it puts everything into perspective. Like, there's so much more life to live, you know. Like, Dude, for, yeah, there's for so it. much life to live, and there's so much that will happen for you that you can't. You have to appreciate what you have in the moment, and like just. Look forward to all the good moments, like the trips you take, all the the little moments with your partners or with your children, all that type of stuff. It's like you cannot beat that type of stuff. Like you can't beat it. Like no amount of money, no amount of wealth will will be will top those type of moments where you can just actually live in the moment and appreciate what you have for what it is. Well, and that's that's something that I've had to kind of like talk myself out of. I'm like, dang, Kobe. Kobe's having a kid. I'm not going to get to see him as much, but like I've, I've stopped <laughs> thinking about it that way. And I've started thinking about it more like I'm going to get to meet Kobe's kid and, and have an impression on Kobe's kid. And I want him to think I'm the coolest uncle or the coolest, whatever the coolest friend or, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I stopped thinking about it. Like, Oh, I'm not going to get to see Kobe as much, but now I'm thinking about it. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get to see Kobe's kid. So you started to see it more in a positive light instead of so negative. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking exactly. it. You're taking it for what it is. Like realistically, uh, I'm not leaving. I'm not going nowhere. I'm Bro, just having a kid. I it's can't a, stop you nope. from having a kid. So it's like, I might as well deal with it and be a friend to that kid. As I mean, like, like I already, I mean, I know the kid's not here yet, but I already love that kid, and I know I will. So uh, it's like, like I already know Uncle Uncle G is gonna be Uncle there G. whenever that kid needs anything. Yeah. I think we'll call you Uncle GP. Uncle GP, that's Uncle me. Uncle GP, I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, like, like, like that's like it's like. It, it just goes back to what I was saying about finding the joy. I mean, it's just like I I, I got to find the joy in everything. So it's like if you're having a kid, it's like, I mean, yeah. no offense, but I want to be involved in that kid's life somehow. Even if even if it's just through crazy stories of y'all won't believe what my uncle did last week. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> bro? I wanna I wanna touch on that that you just said, having to find the joy. Like, I know, like life's not always peaches and cream, and most days are going to be okay or like decent not not every day is going to be amazing like you have to be more content with having an okay day than you have to be content with like look forward to having a good day you know you can't always like sit and reel in the fact that like your day was like just not the most spectacular day ever or you didn't have this interaction with a certain person or i don't know anything like that someone said something offhand to you and pissed you off like you just have to be okay with being okay, you know? Yep. And you have to, like, I think you, like, the way you put it is that you have to look for the good 
And you really do. Like, you really do have to look for it. Like, you can't just sit there and always be negative in a negative headspace. Like, you genuinely do have to change your mindset and how you think and process things. And it's way harder, way easier said than done. Like, it's not an easy task, but it's a worthwhile task. Yep, I agree. I think I think finding the the happiness throughout the day is like a it's almost like a challenge. But if if you can do it, it it just makes your day so much better. It's like even when you're having the the worst day, you can think of one positive thought and it'll change the whole day. It's like I, I don't really know how to explain it, but you you can literally change your your mental state. Just by thinking of, of positive things in your life. It's just like every, every day at work, if I'm super busy and I'm stressed out, all I got to do is think about, hey, I got a, I got a great friend group. I got a great family. Um, I'm living in a great situation where I have a house and a roof over my head and I got a bed that I can sleep on and I got a meal waiting for me whenever I get home. And it's just simple stuff like that 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 gets me through every, every single day and i think that's like the most important thing you can have is just a a stable thought of what what brings you happiness in life because i mean there's definitely people out there who just live in dread or live in fear yeah, of what fear, their life is anxiety depression and i'm not saying i haven't been through that and everybody will go through that but it is it takes active effort to change your mindset yeah, it, it absolutely does. It, it takes, like, you have to almost train your mind to stop thinking negative thoughts. And, I mean, it's absolutely, it's hard. It is. Like, I've, I've been in the deepest of deeps, in the darkest of darks. So, it's kind of like, hey, I've, I've been here before. I can get through this. It's no problem. Like, stress and anxiety and all these things, they, they come as waves. I mean, you might ex- you might experience a huge wave one day, but they're just waves. Sometimes the the ocean is still and calm, and sometimes it's 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 raging because of a storm. But you you just got to get through that, and you know you can because you've been there before. And I think that's the most comforting thing. That's kind of like how I try to think about it. I'm like, hey, this is just a storm. I can get through this because I've done it before. Like it's no problem. Preach, brother. I like it. I like where you're going with it. Dom, you have any input on this? <clears throat> uh, not really. No, that's cool. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, we're just I think, enjoying I think, the I show. think this is the deepest we've ever, we've ever been in a pod. Yeah, because, yeah, it's pretty deep because we're an hour and, a, hour and 45 minutes in, dude. <laughs> I love mine. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to post it. I'm going to say skip to an hour. Start yeah, it really, it really <laughs> did, did start getting really good around an hour. Like, yeah, that's when we start asking all the questions. Anyway, I think I think we should start wrapping it up. We had a pretty good ending right there. I did not know it was going to go on for forty five minutes, but I'm not complaining about it. It's pretty awesome. No, I mean, if anybody listens to it that long, then then I mean, once they once they hear the the deep stuff, they'll stay in. Maybe we should. Maybe we should like edit out one of the deeper talks and just like put it in an inspirational video on Instagram. Bro, I'm down. I'm down <laughs> to put the like if y'all 
Seriously, if you if you'll send me audio, I'll I'll edit, uh, like I'll try my best to to get it on. Oh, uh, I guess I could I could just screen record and then take the audio out. Yeah, yeah, you can. Put it on Instagram. Yeah, you can do that on CapCut. Pretty sure. Uh, yeah, you can rip the audio out of video. Post a picture of Dom. Put some bomb audio behind it. We'll be good. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> because you're the guy. Okay. Right. Dom is the guy. He's carrying this podcast, actually. Hell, I really talk. Dom the guy Alvarez. That's why you're carrying the podcast. We talk too damn much. We get ourselves in trouble where you don't you don't really say anything to get you in trouble. Oh, oh there you went. Okay, well. You wanna just go? Yeah. Okay, I gotta eat, so might as well just. Leave. Oh, there he is. Okay, Gunner, we're 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 gonna log out real quick. We're gonna we're gonna sign off. Peace. Everyone, be safe. And you know, yeah. Peace. Follow me on Instagram, Donny Don Alvarez underscore, and TikTok on this every time. Beep. I just I just bleeped all that. I hope you know that's a minute <laughs> a minute and forty eight. I'll remember that. <laughs> no, we'll see y'all guys next time. Hope y'all enjoy your enjoy your weekends and all that. Peace. Bro. Peace. Everyone be safe. Peace. There's respect. And that was this week's edition of the Weekend Warriors Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you've made it this far, please leave us a rating. Check out our Instagram page at weekend underscore warriors underscore podcast if you like the show. And thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back at you next week.